0: elevate your life with this episode of Lifestyle and Success with Dr. S. Hey friends, Dr. S here. You know, one thing that I love about this show is that it shows anyone and everyone that regardless of what background you have, what different experiences you have had, and who you are, that you can obtain your level of success. I've been getting some really positive feedback from the business tips that you've been getting and the lifestyle hacks that I've been loving. And so I have to tell you, if you are feeling this community to subscribe to the talk show and never miss a beat, head to lifestyleandsuccesswithdrs.com. And today's guest is coming up. Hey, welcome to the show today. So I have to be honest, I'm giving a disclaimer here. Today's topic may feel a little heavy. And if you clicked on the episode, I'm quite sure you know why we are talking about race today. And whenever that topic comes up, it can feel very touchy, very heavy, and very re-traumatizing for some folks, and so I definitely want to put this disclaimer um, that this is a heavy conversation, but it's a real conversation, and it's a conversation that has solutions and creates solutions instead of additional problems and questions, and so this conversation today is featuring Dr. Christian Edwards, and I'm so excited to have her on the show because in spite of so many worldly events that have been happening, I think it leaves many people still pondering on the question of, what can I do to help to resolve systemic racism? How can I play a positive part in this this issue, uh, in this global issue and specifically in this issue in the United States as well? And so Dr. Christian Edwards is an entrepreneur. She's a business owner. She's a CEO. She's created an all natural marketplace and it comprises of black owned businesses. And the reason why she started this marketplace was because she was reading an article about the higher levels of toxins in products that are marketed to black women. And so this, this can kind of dance on what we like to call unethical marketing where certain demographics are marketed certain products that are not quite good for their body and their health. And so Christian really fell in love with this and because of that she launched Black and Green. So anybody can shop at this marketplace. But I really also wanted Christian to talk about what systemic racism is, right? What we can do to help make a positive impact in that arena and help to resolve that problem. Um, to give comfort to creators and business owners who are of color that feel like the odds are stacked against you, to, to really give some voice to that so that you know that, that it is a higher, a steeper hill to climb. Entrepreneurship is hard for everyone, But if you are a woman, it's even harder. And if you are a woman of color, it is the hardest. And so Dr. Christian Edwards, she's going to talk to us about all of it. I'm so excited to have her on the show. I'm so excited to have you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's dive right in. Dr. Christian Edwards, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm so excited. First, let's back up and go into a little bit about systemic racism because this was your work and your work in healthcare really did shine a light on, um, on this whole concept. Can you give some background and maybe like a quick brief overview of what systemic racism is and then how does that really tie into what you're creating?
2: Oh, man, that's a really good question. Um, So systemic racism is when the systems are created in such a way that it makes the racism exist, continue to exist. if If that kind of makes sense, let me think of another way to explain it. So to use an example that's kind of personal, I was in a car accident. And so I have a traumatic brain injury. And so when they rushed me to the hospital, I didn't get the kind of care at first that my parents had to literally fight with them to treat me because they weren't sure they weren't sure if I have insurance. they weren't sure exactly how I got hurt and they were concerned that might be a, a drug related thing or a gang related thing. So because of that, I wasn't getting the care I needed because of all these preconceived notions that they had. So my parents had a fight, they had to say, no, no no give her the care that she's, they had to go to back, trying to explain my education, explain to them that I do have insurance, explain to them my employment. Why was any of that necessary? That would not mm-hmm. have been necessary if I looked differently. So that's mm-hmm. the way that systematic racism is built into our systems. And so I think when I, what, what I kind of decided to do is I want to control as many things, as much things as possible. I don't expect the system to treat me right, but how can I make sure that I myself is healthier. I can make sure I work out. I can make sure I use products that are not toxic. I can make sure that I, I eat clean and healthy foods. So I try to take the power back from the system because I I can't expect the system to work for me and trying to change the system is a, a job that I didn't have, <laughs> but there are people mm-hmm. who are also trying to do that work of trying to change the way that the system operates.
1: Yes. Yes. And I, and I love that. And, and I do, you know, and that's, I think it is important to note that there are a lot of brilliant people, black, white, and all colors all around who yes. are at this work and who are trying to make sure that these biases are reduced, but they still yes. aren't there. And I think there's always going to be a big burden on the black, you know, the traditional black family in circumstances where emergency help is needed to have to explain. And it really, it really can feel very, very burdensome. And so you know given that reality that people are still trying to work through in this day and age as advanced as we are um can we talk about what the everyday person can do regardless of their color we all as a whole and i think definitely the listeners on this show try to make sure that they're conscious of some of the inequities that exist but they want to do the right thing to make the world a better place so why does shopping black matter like what does that have to do with systemic racism and (laughs) and and people trying to you know discriminate or or have a high bias what does that have to do with anything
2: the reason why products are marketed well i don't know the reason why but one of the reasons why products are probably more marketed to black people that were more toxic because products that are more toxic tend to be cheaper and they were often marketing them as a cheaper product and so that's oh oh, this demographic cares about cheaper products let's market them all this really toxic things that are cheaper and so it kind of create this narrative that they just kind of ran with the marketing agencies ran with. So I think that we have the we have the ability now that we can start buying products that are are not toxic, that are actually good for us and actually can support indie brands. I think that you, we don't understand the value of our dollar. So if people if uh, our black artisan cannot go to the bank, cannot go get a loan, they cannot do these things. You can buy their products and give them access to capital to be able to to grow and able for the brand to exist. And so I think that each individual person has way more power than they realize. Everything you buy is investing in the, get to see everything you buy as an investment. And so when you invest in small brands, you're making sure those small brands can continue to live on. When someone says something around you that's not appropriate and you call it out, you are making, you're calling them out when they're, they usually would just say it. So I think that you have a lot of power in the words that you use, the products that you buy. So this is back to, this is my long way of answering your question, why is it important to support black brands? Because your dollars matter. That $1 thing that you want to spend on a black brand helps make sure that black brand stays alive when they cannot go in the bank. Yes, there's also someone else who can fight why can um, minority-owned companies not get loans. That's someone else's fight to have. But the everyday average person say, hey, I'm going to buy your product to make sure that you can try to exist. I know it's going to be hard for you. I know systematic racism exists. I know that all these things exist. Even if I think about VC, in the VC world, venture capital world. The percentage of black-owned brands that get VC money is like two percent. It's really, really low. So we can't, we can't we don't have access to these big capital um or that a lot of other people might have access to. So I think understanding the power that you have to support the buy products and support them, I think is really, really makes you really, really powerful to to make a change.
1: Mm, that's that's really powerful, and that's a that's a really important statement that you mentioned, because I do imagine that some folks may think that you know, okay, well, it's hard for me to get my startup going, or it's hard for me to get my business going, and like, so why would one person's struggle be harder than another just because of the color of their skin? But unfortunately, we do live in a world where that is an everyday reality, whether it is because of income level. Whether it is because of networks, or um, you know, some folks that may be of an older generation who are the gatekeepers to certain streams of revenue mm-hmm. may have biases because of when they were raised and and what was happening at those times. And so there's a lot of things that still haven't quite worked themselves out yet to make sure that there's an even playing field.
2: Yes, yes. Um, and
1: and so I love that. I love that you highlighted that and that you're doing something, you know, doing your part in, in really trying to eradicate that. Do you have any stories of the folks, any of the folks who have been on your platform whose lives have really been changed by being able to disseminate and distribute their products on a larger scale? Yeah,
2: and that's a good question. I know that the people who are on my platform, oftentimes they get to grow. And so often when people start, I have had some brands who started with me, they were making their products like at home, like without a contract manufacturer, they were doing it all at home. By me buying things in wholesale, it gave them enough capital to move to contract manufacturers. Am I the only reason why? No, it's as caus- as causation versus correlation. Yes, there are some brands that I know have been able to get access to capital and make these changes. I can't say 100% that's because of Black Green exists, but because of what we do, we were able to help those brands get there. And so we aren't the reason why those brands got there, but we are, all, are definitely a part of the equation to help them get there. And that's what's most important to us is um, trying to help them get there.
1: That is so important. And also, I think, you know, the confidence piece is is really crucial. It's like when, you know, sometimes all you need is one person to believe in you. There was, there was like a... Um, an Instagram video a while ago. And I I can't remember if it was a kid or if it was an older man, but it was one or the other. And they were like playing, um, playing a guitar and one person stood in front of them and just started dancing. And at first they were shy. They weren't sure if, you know, they were really playing the guitar well, but when they saw the person dancing, they started getting better and better. And then once people saw that one person dancing in front, they started to gather and it just builded and builded and builded. And so I guess I'm, I'm using that example to say that sometimes you just need somebody to see that you have something and to say that you have something and to give you a shot and believe in what you're creating. And that in itself can just take you to a whole nother level. And so I love that you're finding those those women and, and men and creators that you believe in and and giving them the support to hopefully, you know, do with it what they may take their brand and their business to to another level. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this is a it's a, this can feel like a heavy topic and I think a lot of people will avoid the the conversation around race um uh, because it it can feel heavy and it can sometimes feel discouraging that like oh even though we're all trying to be good people there are still these things in in our nation at least in the US that we're trying to trying to iron out and trying to get through what um encouragement or or kind of final messages do you have for folks who are who are feeling a little bit heavy but want to be able to to do their part?
2: Oh, man, that's a really good question. I can only imagine how difficult it is oftentimes to feel like you are living in a reality you didn't create. And I think that's what, what kind of what race has done, is that it forces us to live in a reality that we didn't create. And we understand that some people are hurting and some people might point the finger of blame at someone who did not create it. But but given the historical things, we are somehow um, going to be lumped together. So I think the biggest piece of advice I would give is, listen, when someone's upset, when someone's frustrated, when someone is mad about something that you did not create, don't try to correct them. Don't try to tell them to stop. Just say, I hear you. I hear where you're coming from. I hear how that can be frustration. Let me know how I can help. And ask the question, let me know how I can help. What can be the most supportive to you? That's different with everyone. It might. Someone might say, hey, it would make me feel good if you take me out to get a coffee together and you know, sit down and we talk together. Oh, it might help me out if you have a connection that I've been trying to give. you can help make that connection to me. What? the person needs can be different but if it's someone that's valuable to you that you see them frustrated but on something that you cannot control listen to them and ask them how you can support them
1: kristen if you could look back and give your 10-year younger self any piece of advice what would it be
2: my 10-year younger self any piece of advice what could it be (sighs) i think what i would tell my 10-year younger self is that you don't have control learn to be fluid and be able to adjust to the situation because you don't have any control.
1: How can our audience find and support you? Drop your links, your Insta, all the things girl. Yes, I would love for you guys to shop
2: at www.blkgrn.com. I, now, I do have to give a little bit of warning here is that we are a, a a brand that's making it. And so we aren't your Amazons of the world. And so I know Amazon can get you something shipped the same day. We <laughs> definitely cannot do that. But we are going to work really, really hard to make sure we get those products to you as quickly as possible. And you can also find us on Instagram at B-O-K-N-G-R-N. And we love for you to be a part of the conversations and purchase products from us. Leave reviews. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Shoot me over an email at hello at bokgr And let me know what you guys are up to and what you think. And anything that we can do to help support your journey to buy Black and Live Green.
1: Beautiful. Dr. Kristen Edwards, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I can't wait to have you back. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me.
0: You are listening to Lifestyle and Success with Dr. S a talk show to help you rise in business success while designing a life that you don't need a vacation from to subscribe to the show and never miss a beat head to lifestyle and success with drs.com.